0: Yeah. We are live. We are so alive from the headquarters. It's Sunday morning. It's almost game time. We've got 40 minutes. 40 minutes for the rest of our lives. You guys thought I wasn't pulling out the tracksuit, the full velour tracksuit on a Sunday morning? Yeah. I like, we just keep making merch that we don't allow you guys to buy. It's my favorite business model. Scarcity. Scarcity without. You ever actually being allowed to buy anything that we sell? We've got a whole gang of people in here already. All right, we'll try to get to as many questions as we possibly can. Let me throw them yours up on the screen. Let's get the comments calculated. Boom. Now we're cooking. All right, so let's start off with Josh Kelly. Let's get a little Josh Kelly action in here because I have a feeling he's going to be my most. frequently asked football player question today. My stance on Josh Kelly is this. I think he's a top 15 fantasy running back for the week. I think there will be a weird committee between himself. I actually haven't even checked if Isaiah Spiller is active today. But what I've heard from many Chargers fans is that they have a player on their roster by the name of Elijah Dotson he's five foot nine 202 pounds that will supposedly be getting some run today he makes a 53 man roster he's out of northern Colorado I've never heard of the dude prior to this summer but he's got some explosion Isaiah Spiller has the opposite of explosion in his game and that's where we're at so when you're competing for touches with Elijah Dotson you're probably going to get a lot of work I'm uh I'm cautiously optimistic about this Chargers offense. I want to see how Kellen Moore gets in his bag today. Because when they played against Miami last week, they were playing the safeties back. They said, you're not going to beat us through the air. Herbert's gifted, but inconsistent arm will not be the reason we lose today. Now, with that came a really strong ground game. It was Eckler. It was Kelly. It was Eckler. It was Kelly. Bike to bike to bike to bike to bike. Today, we get no Eckler. We just get Kelly. And Tennessee is a very good run defense dating back to last year, dating back to the year prior. Their pass defense is criminally bad. So we'll see if Kellen Moore adapts to the strengths and the weaknesses of the team that they're playing against. It makes me a little bit nervous because Josh Kelly, in theory, should get a lot of volume. I also think he's relatively underrated as a pass catcher. I think he'll come away with, you know, three to four targets, maybe more targets, three to four catches in this one. Problem is he, he does lack a little bit of explosion, and the question you kind of got to ask yourself is if we're assuming he struggles on the ground, right? Okay, so we we look at uh, Jamal Williams played against the Titans last week, right? Jamal Williams went into the game. Situation not very different. Jamal Williams and Josh Kelly. I would say they're not very different as players either. Similar uh, similar body styles, similar play type, similar just like well-rounded but nothing great type beat. And Jamal Williams struggled on the ground. So I I, I kind of look at them in similar lights where... If you're gonna give Josh Kelly fifteen carries, I don't see I don't see a ton of upside there. I don't see a world where he, you know, surpasses eighty five rushing yards. I would say he's probably more likely to finish somewhere between like the forty five to sixty five yardage range on the ground. The question becomes, what does he do with the three to four to five targets that he gets? Does he turn it into twelve yards? Does he turn into thirty five yards? And then we're relying on a touchdown. Does Josh Kelly punch one in from the one yard line? 50 50 I would say we're probably above that if you consider the amount of opportunities that Austin Eckler has had over the last couple of years to punch it in from the one yard line they are plentiful they happen early they happen often and I think he gets a few today to coin flip whether or not he gets in that's why you take the good with the bad you can't just be like oh Josh Kelly gets the Eckler role or throw him in as the RB6 this week you take a look at the spectrum you say, what are the chances he does this, this, and this? What are the chances he doesn't do this, this, and this? And then you throw him into the middle. You throw him into the crock pot, let him simmer and see what happens. So I've got Josh Kelly starting above a lot of players, but I don't think we can get unrealistically hyped about him based on who he is as a player. Again, I think the best comp would be look at what Jamal Williams did last week for the Saints against the Titans. And he got a lot of work, but didn't turn into much. Do you think Josh Kelly's better than that? A little younger, little little bit more explosive. I also think like the Saints have not done a great job of utilizing their backs in the passing game since Alvin Kamara has been out, or since Drew Brees left and Alvin Kamara has been out. Now this year, they took their shots downfield. I think they played it really well. I think if the, uh, I think if the Chargers look at what the Saints' game plan was last week and they let Carr throw the ball deep, right, surpass range yards, Alave did his thing. Michael Thomas even looked all right. Uh, Rashid Shaheed looked great. That will likely be the game plan that the Chargers install. So that's my take on that. I don't know that that is was helpful at all. We got trade A. Rich for Waddle. One PPR, one quarterback league got Hurts. Brother, what are we talking about here? You got Jalen Hurts. It's a one QB league? Yeah, you're getting rid of A. Rich for Jalen Waddle, Ty. It's the most lopsided shit I've ever seen. There are so many comments flowing in. How we doing, everybody? Do me a favor if you're in here. We've got like 800 people, but 63 thumbs up. That ratio is very disrespectful. That ratio is similar to a Penn State frat party ratio. Let's get it up. Let's see. Mike Williams, Najee, Allen Robinson, full PPR. We're going to shy away from Najee in full PPR. I think Allen Robinson is definitely getting a little bit too cute there. While I like him, while I like him, I think he'll be a big part of the game plan. I think he'll get a lot of targets. The upside of Mike Williams, as I was just kind of going, uh, you know, yapping about for the last 10 minutes, was about the Chargers offense, their passing game, and how I do think they'll hopefully adapt and get the ball in, in the hands of their playmakers, man. So give me Mike Will. Mike Will made it. Good morning, Dylan, from Arizona. Never been to Arizona. It's one of the few, like, you know, domestic cities, states, whatever that I have not yet graced with my presence. Gee, I'm sorry if I'm missing the super chats. There's a legitimately eight thousand comments coming in at the same time. Brandon, so I play a full PPR super flex. I need to know Tua or Goff in my super flex spot. I have Tua, Lawrence, and Goff all together, and also need to know Mostert, Godwin, Josh Kelly, Lajimur, Zay Flowers. Those last five that you named, probably the last four that you named, Zay Flowers, Elijah Moore, Josh Kelly, have been the most asked about players over the last two days. So I talked about Josh Kelly for a while, so I won't really go into him. Elijah Moore is really interesting because I think he's become a favorite target of Deshaun Watson really quickly. He hasn't seen a ton of valuable targets, but I do think that part of his game will grow. He's a good separator outside, inside. Uh, Deshaun Watson feels comfortable with him because he's such a, a good separator. He gets open early and Amari Cooper unlikely to play. Gives Elijah Moore, you know, the uh, the quick route to being the number one receiver there. So I like him a lot. And then Zay Flowers, on the other hand, big week one, looked great. Looked the part. Looked the part of a dude who's going to be a playmaker in the NFL for quite a long time. Now, a lot of the passes, a lot of the plays that were run up for the Ravens were let's get the ball out of the hands of Lamar Jackson pretty quickly and and let his playmakers do his thing, which is not a bad idea given the fact that Zay Flowers is. Uh, He he's shifty man. He's he's a tough tackle. I will say, um, going against Cincy, it will be a much tougher matchup. And Mark Andrews is likely going to be back, right? Mark Andrews is uh, probable for this game. He's going to suit up. He will likely be the leading target getter there. So I don't think there's a ton of upside for Zay Flowers this week. I like Godwin. He's more of a floor play, in my opinion. Uh, Mostert's kind of Mostert's like sneaky. I don't think I would start him over these guys in full PPR, but I will say, like, I know Moser was a bit disappointing with his, like, 11, 12 points last week. I think this could be a sneaky Mostert game for the fact that my, or uh, New England's probably going to sell out like they did in week one to stop A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith to get deep passes. Hill and Waddle. Like, good luck. There. One of them's going to pop off, I'm sure. But I'd imagine they play the defense back, giving Raheem Moser a lot of room to to go six after six after six. After six, after six, at, you know what I mean? Like that type beat. So um, I, I kind of like Sneaky Mostert, but I, if this is my lineup, if we're in a full PPR, mm, I'd flip five coins. I really fucking feel like I would. All these guys are so close to e- each other. I think I feel most comfortable with Josh Kelly's floor. I think I'm enticed by Elijah Moore's ceiling, although we have not seen it come to fruition yet. Which is a little bit scary so I think end of the day I'd probably end up going with Josh Kelly I also I don't think Josh Kelly's that good of a player to be honest with you but he's kind of in a perfect storm situation for just this week did you know mm. Jahan Dotson or a Rob to replace amari Cooper this is this is Jahan Dotson week this is we're, we're holding a ceremony for Jahan Dotstein this week Jahan Dotson is going to go Bang bang Jahan Dotson is going to put fear into the eyes Of people playing against him in fantasy football this week For multiple reasons One, he's Jahan Dotson, he's very fucking cool Two They play against the Broncos And when you play against the Broncos You have to play against Patrick Sertain And When you have Patrick Sertain, he's going to Play against the top wide receiving Option on your team Which is likely going to be Terry McLaurin and did we see what happened last week when Sertain played on Devontae Adams? Jacoby Myers went boom. Jahan Dotson is better than Jacoby Myers. Jahan Dotson is going to go boom, boom. I also think Terry McLaurin's less than 100% with the turf toe still. I, I think he'll get incrementally better as the weeks go by. But I don't think he's there yet. I see a big game from Jahan Dotson coming in. Upstate. Appreciate you and the hard work, brother. Tuck in your shirt and stop yelling. There's nothing There's nothing that that qualms the heart more. I think I just made a word up there. That that lowers the heart rate than when I see a super chat, but it's not even a sit-start question. It's just like uh, an appreciation note, and I appreciate you, man. Tuck in your shirt and stop yelling. I'll never stop yelling, but my shit, I came tucked today. You think, you think we didn't go full-body tracksuit velour? You thought that. You each, there's... 968 people in here I would guarantee 966 of you Minimum thought I wasn't pulling up With this today Full full. I look like You know what I look like I look like I had to walk 35 yards Down my driveway to go pick up the newspaper This morning That's what I look like If you don't look like that On a Sunday morning Why even wake up Why even get up Don't bother Lord, how we doing, Hamza? What's up, baby? Zay Flowers or Lockett? Full PPR flex. I'm feeling a Lockett bounce bite. All right, we had a lot of uh, a lot of people worried about Tyler Lockett, and here's what I'll say: he, him and DK are still the ones and twos. JSN is only playing on uh, eleven personnel, so he's the third wide receiver on the field. Lockett got multiple end zone targets last week, which if he converts one of them, you know, we're looking at a much bigger game. He also left for a large portion of the game with uh, concussion protocol check. So I don't expect him to miss time this game. So I like Lockett. OK, um, I'm if that's my team, I hate to sit Zay Flowers. I really do. I feel like this doesn't come back. To, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass because I've been telling a lot of people to probably start other players over Zay Flowers. Uh, but give me give me T Lizzie there for show. Nate Justice Hill Elijah Dotson or Cam Akers oh my goodness that is uh we're definitely not getting too cute with Elijah Dotson there Justice Hill versus Cam Akers here's what I'll say about Cam Akers he still got a lot of touches last week and it did come um it it it, it was it was just a tough scene all around I still probably feel like I I I, Kyron Williams is probably going to run away with that job eventually, or at least you know be the guy, the 1A to the 1B for the next X number of weeks, I still think they're going to use a committee there. I still think Cam Akers is going to be used enough that I feel comfortable enough to throw him into my lineup over Justice Hill. I like Justice Hill as a waiver-wire pickup because he brings a different dynamic to that offense than Gus Edwards does or Melvin Gordon does. He's explosive, probably better on third downs, all that kind of sheesh. But one thing... To not forget that i kind of did forget when i was talking about justice hill earlier this week he did tear his achilles semi-recently last year so he's coming back from an achilles tear which i don't think i factored enough into whether or not i like justice hill he looked fine last week he got in two goal line scores but he went here one thing one thing first things first first things fucking first everyone keeps citing like oh he went eight for nine on the ground Yes, when you are on the one-yard line and you score a touchdown, you cannot get more than one yard on your fucking stat line. All right, so let's relax with that. Let's relax with the yards per carry on an eight-carry sample size, two of which, three of which came on the goal line. Simma down. Simma Death, Settle down. I think we're not ripping C4 pre-workout right now. I'm drinking copious amounts of pre-workout for what? For what I'm not fucking going to work out You think I'm going to work out in this Most work that I'm doing is walking down the driveway To get my fucking newspaper dude But I'm drinking pre-workout for you I did this for you I put my life on the line for you Good lord Uh, So Nate end of story I, I would personally go Cam Akers there Every question just feels the same My lord Um Double flex, full PPR, Zay Flowers, Josh Kelly, D-Hop. Okay, this one feels a little bit easier for me to fade D-Hop. I am very much under the impression that D-Hop is going to be limited today. I do not expect much from D-Hop today with the ankle injury, so I'm going to sit his ass. Incarcerated Panda. What's up? saw. How we doing? Same thing for you, Bobby Hill. Kelly or D-Hop today in PPR. Give me... Give me young kills. Give me machine gun kills. Nick, what are we watching today? What do you mean? The fuck do you mean? I actually, all right. So here's, here's the problem with our, actually, I mean, it's not a problem. We got, we got the main TV in the office living room. We throw a red zone on there, of course. And we got like a TV on a table, just like real ratchet shit to the right. Cause I haven't hung it up yet. It was hung up in the meeting room. I'm like, we never take meetings on that office in that, in that meeting room. So let me move the TV outside into the main room and it could just sit on a table. So we'll put like the local games, usually in New York, you'll get if a Jet or Giants game is going on, you will get that on either CBS or Fox, two or five, usually kind of pivoted one or the other. And then you'll get like an out of um, location game on the other one, typically. So we'll kind of flip back and forth between that. The problem is like anytime I try to stream, like I want to watch the Falcons play, obviously, right? For the GOAT, like everyone should be wanting to watch Super Bowl favorites play on Sunday. Must watch TV every time Bijan steps on the field, goes without saying. I'm trying to watch him, but anytime you try to stream a game, like I use, uh, what do we use here? We use Stream East, I think. Yeah, Stream East. Stream East. Um, it's always like thirty fucking plays behind. It makes me sick. I can't watch Atlanta because, because you know, I have like we have an iPad too. Like I'm like refreshing the stats every five seconds, so I'm already I already know what happened in four fucking plays down. The- Jakey Baby. Half PPR. Last flex. Najee or Dotson Kelly and Nuka Locked. I like that. I like that lineup a lot. I'm going Dotson over Naj over Najstein for show. You guys want to do an underdog draft? They do six round drafts during the season. It's pretty fucking electric. I think that's actually what we're going to do. I think that's what we're going to do. Oh man, I never posted this, huh? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. We straight. I think we're going to do a Battle Royale draft on underdog right now. I'm going to rip. Th- I'm going to try to rip through as many super chats as I can within the next 90 seconds. And then we underdoge it. Monty, Garrett Wilson, Kelly, Pierce, Zay start four. Uh I wish you could have just said sit one. That would have made life so much easier. I am going uh, to—you didn't give the scoring settings either. That's killing me. I'm going to assume this is some type of PPR. Full PPR, I'm going to sit Pierce. Full PPR, choose one Zay Jones, Dotson, or Elijah Moore. Uh, Dotson. I want Dotson in every lineup I possibly can. Eric Puka or Dobbs to fill in for Amari Cooper or risk it and pray for Amari. Uh, Puka, Puka, Puka. If Puka is active today, he's in your lineup. If Puka is active today, he's in your lineup. They also have him on underdog at 44 total yards for the day. Christian, two wides, one flex. Garrett Wilson, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Josh Kelly, James Cook, Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton, Zach Moss. That is wild. All right, so we need two wideouts. We need one flex. Uh, I don't know the scoring settings here. We are going to go. I think we're getting a DJ Moore bounce back. I think we're getting a DJ Moore bounce back. And then ooh, Garrett Wilson Garrett Wilson versus the Cowboys. They're going to do everything to sell out to get his ass locked up. They say we are not going to let Garrett Wilson beat us. Uh, let's go DJ Moore. Let's go bring back there. Let's go DJ Moore, Chris Godwin. Oh, I really like James Cook there too. Uh, if it's full PPR, let's go James Cook over Josh Kelly. If it is half PPR or standard, let's go Josh Kelly over James Cook. Do you feel me? Gazerk half PPR. Start Kittle or Higby. Kittle stop. Judy or Terry. Oof, two banged up dudes. Ah, ah, I don't want either of them in my. I don't like playing limited guys. But Terry has a much. Terry's probably healthier than Judy because he's a few weeks removed from the thing. But he's playing against Patrick Sertain, which I hate. I guess I'll go Judy there, but I don't like it, man. I don't love it. You don't love it. I've got my QB and running backs figured out. See Law Cool. Now I just need two starting wide receivers and a flex twelve team full PPR. Keenan Allen, Chris Olave, Cal- brother, brother. All right. Well, you're never. up. Oh God, dude. Like this is it's it's just like Ridley. You're just never sitting again. He's absolutely a start. Uh, I love the matchup for Keenan uh, Alave, I'm definitely not sitting either you Keenan Yo, uh, on God Like, I swear on my life Alright, here, if it's my lineup I'm going to tell you what I would do, I would actually sit Keenan here I would sit Keenan here, I think the other three Are better players at this point in their career All have really good matchups I would I would, I would, would sit Keenan and play Ayuka As that third wide receiver But also, I wouldn't hate you if you just flipped a coin Do you feel me? Grade the trade please. I traded away Josh Jacobs Puka and AJ Dillon for Garrett Wilson and Ramondre Stevens Stevenson. Love the channel, Kelly love. Uh this was not really the time to trade for Garrett Wilson, my friend. I I got some bad news for you. I don't I don't think it's terrible. I think I think you might have been swindled thinking AJ Dillon was going to be a player after this week. Uh AJ Dillon is probably like a one one week rental while Aaron Jones is out, but it's Aaron Jones' backfield while he is still alive. And then we have Josh Jacobs, who's obviously a great piece for fantasy. Puka. Puka, the guy sold high on Puka, which I think Puka is going to be a good player throughout the entirety of the year, regardless of when Cooper Cup gets back. And we don't even know when Cooper Cup's going to get back, so I think he's a good player, too. So I kind of feel like you gave away two really good players for a descending player in Garrett Wilson and possibly a descending player in Ramondre, too. Because Zeke was, like, way more involved than he needed to be last week. He was getting, like, 35% of the snaps. He also got seven targets, which is not what we want to see for a guy that we were kind of expecting, like, to be within the top five of running back targets and receptions. I don't think it'll be like that every week. I think Robondre would still be the guy in pass catching situations. Overall, I, uh, I would have probably taken the Jacobs and Puka side. It's hard to trust G. Willie with Zach Willie. Everything about it is silly. Montgomery or James Cook? DK or Romeo at Flex. All right, so we're going DK at Flex. Ooh, Montgomery or James Cook. I didn't I didn't I did not get a scoring type man. That matters when you're asking Demont versus James Cook. I'll go I'll go if it's standard or half PPR, Montgomery, if it's full PPR, James Cook. Luke Musgrave or Pat Fryermouth. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. I would um Pittsburgh's playing against. Cleveland, that's a good defense for the most part, but you can beat them over the middle a little bit. Uh, even though Luke Yeah, I'm going Pat. I'm going Pat here with no Deontay Johnson. I like Pat, Zach. What the hell is this? The hell is this, Andrew? You guys just keep sending super chats without questions. What are we doing over here? Chigger Musgrave. I'll go Musgrave. I feel more confident that Musgrave gets a large target share. <laughs> Need trade help in 10-team half PPR, quarterback super flex. Have Mahomes, Pickett, and Tannehill. Lost Aaron Rodgers. Potential to get Jared Goff for Puka and Pickett or Tannehill. Um, I I think Pickett's better days will for sure be ahead. I wouldn't take too much away from his bad performance against the 49ers defense, given the fact that they're going to be an elite defense all year. I, I don't hate trading Puka and Tannehill. Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't give away Puka and Pickett for Goff. I think at the end of the year, in terms of like fantasy points per game, Goff versus Pickett, I think Goff will probably finish higher, but I don't think it'll be that much higher. Not to trade away like a good asset like Puka. So if you can go Puka and Tannehill, I don't hate it. I think it's a pretty even trade, to be honest, but I would I would be perfectly okay with it. I, I, I wouldn't go as far as going Pickett and uh Puka though together. Alright, I want to do an underdog draft I'm sorry, there's just no fucking chance I can get all these super chats, regular chats Everyone's just fucking yelling at me I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry So sorry What have I done? They don't love it No, they don't love it Alright Let's Get into That's the wrong screen Ecamm Live, Google, Google Chrome, Underdog. There we go. you're yeah, yeah. Nope. That ain't it, boss. I'm tired, boss. How do I put myself in the bottom right? We're going to do a Battle Royale week two. We've got 55 minutes to get into this game. And I will say here, it, we got 1,200 people on on the stream right now. Underdog has weekly drafts so you could win, like, fucking, what, they got 500K in prizes. They're not even fucking around anymore, like, Everything they just release is like, yeah, if you win, you get 500K. How much money does this goddamn company have? I need a raise. I need a. I need a raise, underdog. If you're listening right now, rookie numbers. Boost them up. But if you do get on, if you want to support us, because clearly I need a raise. Uh, if you got on an underdog and you want to do the battle royale, use our code BDGE, first time depositing. Okay? First time depositing, use code BDGE. They're going to double whatever you put down. They're going to double whatever you put down. And guess what? If you hit the pick em lobby, I just put the slip in oh we can go through my slips too actually for today you will get a free 0.5 total yard c square that's a free square right there so if you deposit using our code not only are you going to get hit with a double deposit right they're going to hit you with 20 extra dollars if you throw down 20 but you'll be able to hit a free square you'll be able to do some goddamn battle royales with us i need to get my silly ass back on the screen Where where art thou? Where am I? Where did I go? Where'd I go? I miss me. So feels like it's been forever. Oh, why are we in this one, though? Why are we in that cam? Oh, we're so back. We're so back. Beautiful. Let's get to it. We'll do, we'll, we'll draft here. We'll draft here. This is a quick draft, probably five, ten minutes. And then we'll get into my pick em slips. And if you guys want to ride your pick em slips with me, again, code BDGE, we'll double whatever you deposit, and then we hit it. All right, so this is, what slate is this? Is this every team? This feels like every team, right? Am I tripping? Is there a special slate for Battle Royale? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Are there both 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games in here? Are there Packers and Falcons? Yes, there are. So there's 1 o'clock games. Are there 4 o'clock games? Jets, Cowboys. Yep. All right, cool. They got the whole slate. We are picking from the 106. The draft starts in 24. There's only six teams. You only draft against five other players, and you only do six rounds. The starting lineups are... Okay, they do this late. They do everything but the primetime games at 8 o'clock, Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. Half PPR, we start one QB, we start one running back, two wide receivers, a flex, and a tight end. Interesting. We need to strategize. $50,000 to first place. All right, let's book it. So my my thought process, first of all, is I think you got to look at all, every position and then break it down by tiers. You get There are so many good wide receivers here that you might be able to dip down and wait on it. Um, there is, there's a pretty good amount of tight ends too. So we don't necessarily have to jump there. I would say it might pay to the hell is this? It might pay to, um, get an elite QB though. It might pay to grab a QB because you start one Mm. or do we want to wait and just like bank on a Justin Fields bounce bike upside game right now? All right. If we can get Patty Mahomes and Kelsey together. I'm ripping that. Oh, no. Kelsey's off the board already. What a piece of shit. Do we go Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews? Actually, I think I might go back-to-back wide receivers here. Let's go Amon Ra, who I have projected to be probably my highest scoring receiver this week, and Calvin Ridley. There you go. Two studs. We got our wide receivers. Now we can grab a flex play, too. You know what I think is going to be the move? You know what I think might be the difference? You know what what might be the difference on this Sunday morning is the Debo Samuel versus— Oh, Devontae Adams was such a good pick, too. What am I? doing out here. Debo Samuel versus Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's going to go earlier than Samuel everywhere. But if you were listening to my live stream yesterday, we know that the Rams run zone coverage 90% of the time. And you know why that's significant? Because if we look at the game splits for Debo against the Rams, he don't eat against man coverage, but he does eat against the Rams because they run zone coverage. All right. So let's just take a look at his stats over the last, let's say, three, four years against the Rams. Y'all don't really understand how quick I am on these goddamn keyboards. I'm the fastest man alive with my fingers. Debo in split versus the Rams. 21.74 half PPR points. He's not even a receiver. He's a running back. 25 PPR points. Receptions, boost, touchdowns boost. Targets are the same. That's how you know he's just more effective during zone coverage. 100 receiving yards per game against the Rams. He's so good at sitting in the zone coverage and finding the spots. That's why I feel like Debo might just be the difference today. Ooh, give me George Kittle. We're shooting for all upside. We got to win first place here. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, there goes Bijan, Robinstein. If I can get Pollard and or Gibbs, we love that. If I can grab Kittle here, we also love that. And QB, I think we can kind of just chill for now. I would really like Pollard though, and then Debo is like my my dark horse guy down there. I wonder if any of those guys fall to me. Fuck! There goes Polly. There goes young Polly. Along came Polly. What are we doing? All right, there goes Waller. What an idiot! Dude's dealing with like every sort of fucking problem. All right, who do we go? I think we gotta grab at least our one running back. This this will be like the differentiator. I think I think Mixon could have a big game too with Chris Evans out and I'm just forcing it down Baltimore's throat. But let's go let's go Kittle here. Let's go Gibbs here, and then do we want to grab our flex play with Debo? Do we like anyone further down that we feel like can boom in the same way that Debo can? I don't think so, so he's kind of feeling like he's in a tier by himself. Do we like any tight ends to go crazy with it outside? Ah, this is tough now. This is tough. Because I kind of feel like Kittle and Debo, for me, are... Actually, you know what? There's a decent amount of receivers left still, although they're going to rip off the board quick. Ooh, Ooh, CD's still available, too. Damn. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the tight end here, because I do feel like there are a decent amount of receiver options left, although ten picks away, there's just no chance they get back to me. Maybe I can maybe I can go with like the um the alternate stack, alternate universe stack where everybody has now faded Fields and DJ Moore just into eternity. Everyone's out. They play one bad game and it's it. It's over. Justin Fields shouldn't be an NFL quarterback anymore. Everybody stinks. Omari Cooper is considered unlikely to play. There you go. What an asshole I am. What a piece of shit I am. Talk about Justin Fields. No one's taking him. Next pick, Fields. That's fine. Like, I'm fine with Herbert. I'm fine with T-Law. I'm fine with Jackson. Jack Steen. I'm not going to lie. I think i, I think I'd take this down. I think i take this event down. This is open right now for y'all if you want to draft. Quick 5-10 minutes. Battle Royale right here. Come on. No one cares who you pick. They want to see me pick. Go faster. Oh, there goes the QB run. There goes Debo. This is not great. This is not great, guys. Actually, how is CD still sitting here? I get it. He's going against the Jets, but like fifth round CD? What are we doing? Drop back to me, please. This guy's already got two wide receivers. He's going to take CD. He's going to take CD. That was Metcalf. One more. Three more. Three more. Two more. Two more. One more! Yeah! My nuts! What are people doing out here? Why is CD falling to me? We get stacking with Dak. That would be the ultra contrarian play. I kind of feel like, all right, Lamar is probably the safe play here. But what if Jared Goff has a career day today and hits it with? I already took Jameer Gibbs. I already took Amon Ra St. Brown. Listen, you got to be like one in 500, one in 550,000 to win this. I'm going all in on Detroit this week. I am going all in on Detroit this week. Goff, Gibbs, Amon Ra, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, George Kittle. That is a lineup like you will never see again in your lifetime. You guys just witnessed pure greatness. Why are people scared? CD Lamb runs in the slot. Sauce ain't fucking... Sauce ain't moving around just bottling him up. You guys are nuts. Oh, my God. See, I get CD Lamb and two picks later, DeAndre Hopkins dealing with a high ankle sprain gets picked. That's ridiculous. Sometimes I just feel like I'm too smart for my own good. All right, let's move to the pick'em lobby. Let's go through some of the... Um, Let's go through some of the slips that I took today and just give a, a quick explanation of them. If you guys want to tail them, again, go sign up with promo code BDGE on underdog and they will double whatever you put down. So if you put down ten, you'll have twenty. If you put down forty, you'll have eighty, all the way up to a hundred bucks. Promo code BDGE. So I took uh my first slip is Zach Wilson over two and a half rushing attempts. The reason for that is that he's gonna be living under pressure against Dallas. I just kind of think he um I just kind of think he moves around and uh, just – he has to run for his life, right? Like even even if he's trying to escape a sack and he falls forward and he gets half a yard, that technically counts as a rushing attempt. Or, or, or what if Zach Wilson is the savior of the city? What if he's the savior of the city? They beat the Dallas Cowboys and he kneels it. And he kneels down the last two or three plays. Two and a half rushing attempts, locked up. Cooks is out. That's why CD is falling. That makes no sense to me. That makes op- the opposite of sense to me. Uh, next one, two picks. Travis Etienne lower than 86 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I can understand why this one might seem counterintuitive. Um, this is not one I feel great about. It just feels like a very, very high number. To, to to have as like a baseline. Anytime I see a running back that's not like Saquon Barkley or Nick Chubb all the way up here at like 85 to 90 yards, I typically take the lower. And I think that usually hits 60 to 65% of the time. I could absolutely see him going crazy against Kansas City Chiefs, but he really doesn't hit this number last week if he, ha- if he doesn't have that like random breakaway touchdown run at the end of the game where he was bottled up in the backfield. So I, I feel relatively good about that one. Harrison Bucker, 1.5 field goals made against Jacksonville. I don't know. Their offense seems a little bit stale last week. I could see them moving and then not being able to capitalize if Travis Kelsey is on a snap count. So, you know, high over under, they're expected to score 26, 27 points. I could see, you know, two field goals getting done here. Fields, Bijan, Debo, Khalil, and Puka. All right, so already talked about Puka. This is like the ultimate splash play of all smash plays. If he is active, Puka is going to get another eight to ten targets. That's easy. Khalil Herbert, I took the lower. I didn't know that Deontay Foreman was going to be a healthy scratch when I did take this. But against Tampa Bay, like Khalil Herbert's not catching passes. I think he would need like 15 carries in order to top this number. And Roshan Johnson is expected to get pretty heavy play time today. So uh, I, I I don't love Khalil Herbert today. Debo already talked about how he smashes versus zone. And he's so good against the Los Angeles Rams. So we're going higher on 11.45 fantasy points. Bijan. I just think uh, the Falcons are going to run the ball close to 35 to 40 times this game. I think that's going to be their entire game plan. Eat clock, eat clock, eat clock. Everyone gives Arthur Smith shit. He's doing what he can with the pieces that he has. Everyone's throwing the ball more to fucking Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, what happens when we open it up and let Desmond Ritter throw the ball 35 times? He throws fucking three picks. That's what happens, okay? We are giving the ball to the best players on our team, making sure that we don't turn the ball over. Robinson Robinson's going to need 11 carries to hit this 55 and a half rushing number. Easy. Fields, I just like a bounce back game. 18.75 fantasy points. I just listen, I get it. He had a bad week last week, but like one big run gets him there. Lastly, uh, again, I double down on the Puka, 45 and a half rushing and receiving yards. We're taking the higher and then Amon-Ra. I think he's just in for a big game. Seattle, their pass defense was atrocious last week, and I think they just have even more questions and holes in their lineup, and where they can get torched is over the middle of the field. So I like Amon Ra to go nutty. 74.5 receiving yards, he's going to catch 10 passes. Uh, This one, this is why – yo, Underdog released – this is dope. I got to take a breath. I'm sorry, hold on. I'm like – I actually am an NPC sometimes. I forget to breathe. so underdog has in-game like live in-game picks that you can make they have live like they're updating the numbers in real time as the games are happening and you could bet on the higher lowers as the games are happening it's fucking sick and because this is like a new feature that they just rolled out they they're trying to get people onto it so they they give out free lines all the time like the game would just start and they'll just be like, Kirk Cousins, 30 and a half total yards. That includes passing yards. Um, so I would just keep an eye on the underdog app as the games are going on because they fucking launch these all the time. Just free squares, free squares, free squares. So we hit the Kirk one, obviously, and now we just have Calvin Ridley, 67 and a half. Ridley's the alpha to Trevor Lawrence. They're playing against the Chiefs. They're going to need to score. Like, that just felt easy. Um. Let's see. Oh, this is another cool promo they have. So we hit Jordan Addison on Thursday night under three and a half receptions. He had three receptions. Now, this Tua line, I'm not sure if they still have it. I'm not sure if they still have it available right now. Um, But they have a promo going on where if you you take anything on this slip, it doesn't matter if it's over or under higher, 277 yards, lower than 277 yards. If you just enter a slip with the Tua slip, they're just giving away $10,000 to 10 people who use the Tua pick. You don't even have to hit it right. You don't have to get it right. It's just random. If you are one of the people that enters a slip with this number, you're just randomly entered into a $10,000 giveaway. So might as well just go fucking hit that too. So they got free squares, the top free squares. They got two giveaways. They got fucking in-game free squares. They got the McCaffrey free square. Imagine not taking advantage of... Of the free squares that they got going on right now. We got Nick on top of Nick on top of Nick. This is a metaphor for the free squares. They've got free squares on top of free squares. We've got free Nicks on top of free Nick. I'm yelling put on Rick Ross. Until they free all my dogs. Hey. This is sick. Look at me. Wait. Can I add another one? I might add another one. I'm not doing I'm not doing all that. All right. Um, I need to I need to drink water or something. Maybe eat something before the game starts because I'm gonna pass away at this rate. All right. Uh I love you guys. Go sign up for underdog with our code BDGE. Enjoy the games. Good luck in week two. Hit the higher on Puka. Puka is here to stay. We're talking Jeremy Lynn type beat. I love you. I'm out of here.